0: Hey guys, how are we getting on? Welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 57. I hope we're all having a beautiful day so far, excellent week, and, uh, and looking forward to the next couple of days ahead. So, today is going to be a podcast about dieting. It's going to be a podcast about five specific tips that's going to help get you incredibly lean, shredded, whatever the phrase that you'd like to say, in the best body composition that you've ever been in. This is something that I've discussed many a time this week already. And kind of mainly the negative point towards is saying what to try and actually stay away from. And it's come up a good few times in check-ins across the week. So I thought it'd be really useful for me to bring it to all of you guys and put it into podcasts. podcast. Before we get into this, you guys might have seen on my socials, or you might actually see it today, or you might actually see it tomorrow. But we have a huge announcement here. We are going to be running our first ever 12-week Transformation Challenge across the next month it's going to be called conditioned in 12 the intake is going to last for the next month so we must get signed up within that month this is the first one we've ever done it might be the last one so make sure that you do get onboarded. it depending on how it goes which i believe is going to be a great intake for this one we may well run other ones towards the new year but this is going to be called conditioned in 12 and this is going to be the first one that we do how it's going to run is that the minute that you sign up For condition and 12, you'll receive an onboarding email with an online questionnaire in there. This will give you access to be able to give me some information about your training preferences, your nutrition preferences, your current lifestyle habits. And with all that information, then I can go and start creating your individualized programs. You'll receive personalized training plans, nutrition plans individualized to you, your goals and your needs, your individualized supplementation protocols, your personalized expenditure targets, You'll also get private access to me across the week via messaging app. So any questions you have at all, you can always message me outside of check-in. You'll get access to a private member site and videos on exercise analysis, loads of video webinars and all this kind of cool free value in there. You'll also get access to our exercise video library, our handbooks, our Team JCC handbooks, our welcome packs, the whole shebang across the board. And with that, on top of that, then we're also going to run weekly check-ins personalized to you where we can analyze the week that's just been and then create an action plan coming into the next week ahead, making any change to the plan, any manipulations that are needed to keep moving forward towards our goal and our best ever physique. Additionally, with all that, albeit this is at a huge discounted rate, never been done before race, there's going to be a big prize. The prize for the winner is going to be worth two euros of which 500 of that is going to be a complete cash prize as well. So if this is something that you want to do, if this is something that you know you want to get conditioned in the next 12 weeks, if you feel that summer has just gone by and you want to get back, you're feeling holding on to a little bit of extra body fat right now and you want to get back on board, you want to start moving forward with your physique towards the back end of the year and feel good and in a great place for Christmas, Conditioning 12 is the one for you. If you want to be in with a chance to win, make sure you hit the link in my bio or in the description of this podcast. Make sure that you sign up and then let's get you into checking number one and moving you forward towards your end goal. So back to the podcast anyway, really, really looking forward to bringing that to all of you guys and hopefully see a lot of you on board. This podcast, like I said, is going to be the five key tips to get you lean. Number one, start points. We're going to discuss two different start points. One is going to be if we have been this is something that I often see. If you've been dieting for months and months and months and months oh, across the whole summer, trying to diet anyway, losing like and, and at the very beginning, let's say we did like a, a four-week, six-week, or excuse me, four-month or six-month diet, even a three-month diet, and you've been losing consistent scale weight, and you're still you know dropping calories, increasing energy expenditure, and nothing's really happening now. You've hit a bit of a roadblock. You drop calories, not really much. You're losing 0.1, 0.2 kilos on a week to week basis. That means that maybe your metabolic flexibility, your, your metabolism has adapted so much to your intake that's becoming very, very difficult for you to lose body fat. So if you've been doing that for quite a long period of time, my advice would be to potentially either move into an improvement phase for a period of time or into a diet break. Bring yourself back up to maintenance, maintain your weight for quite a while or even into a slight surplus and raise metabolic, uh, your adaptation to, from metabolism perspective to come back up raise your metabolism a little bit to be able to come back down into your dieting phase. Okay. That's the first thing. That's something I often see. However, the, the second option, which is definitely the more advantageous option. If you've been running an improvement phase for a prolonged period of time, or you have run an unplanned improvement phase, which is what I like to call it, where maybe you haven't mean to, but you've been gaining scale consistency for consistently for a period of time. That's the best start point then for you to enter a dieting phase because metabolism isn't going to be high. Metabolic flexibility is going to be there. Your uh, calorie sensitivity is going to be there as well. And your ability to lose body fat is going to be really, really high. Okay, so just make sure that the last little period of time you've either been maintaining scale or moving up in scale it is is going to be the answer for this one. Okay, so start points are so important for us. Number two then, running off the back of your start point, you need to make sure that you're giving yourself enough time, Okay. So when we do a rate of loss calculation, I like to look at let's say most transformations for me at the moment are, are in and around that kind of eight, 10, 12 kilos. Let's say, let's take 10, for example. Okay. And if someone's coming into me, that's 80 kilos, okay, and we know we need to pull off around 10 kilos, okay. 0.8 kilos a week is going to be the rate of loss uh you know the perfect body weight loss per week calculation which i'm going to tell you in a second why that's the case we're looking for 0.8 kilos every single week of of uh of loss and we're trying to lose 10 kilos how long does that bring us to 12.5 weeks or 12 weeks overall if you wanted to lose 10 kilos at 0.8 kilos a week you need to give yourself 12 weeks in terms of duration okay Maybe even give yourself a week or two wiggle room. If you have a holiday, if you have any obstacles come up, uh, a weekend away or a trip or something like this, that obviously needs to be accounted for. I'd advise, just dependent on you and, and how you want to attack your goals. I have a lot of clients at the moment that I just say, let's just run a maintenance week. Do you know, Kev just went off to um, Italy um, across the week, had, had a look at some wedding venues. And I said, just, just go and enjoy that. You know, that's an important time for you to do what's, what's four days in terms of this dieting phase for us. So go and bring yourself up to maintenance. And he came back at identical scale it and has now just got a new low as well. So it just depends how you want to attack this phase. But the main thing is giving yourself enough time in this dieting phase to be able to achieve the goal. Where do we get 0.8 kilos from? Number three is going to be, don't go too aggressive too quickly it's it's sexy it's great it's love to see like it's great to see a kilo and a half come off in week one two kilos in week two two and a half kilos in week three that's great but you know are we getting all the way in towards that 10 kilos off or is after week four we're feeling so fatigued tired like wrecked low training desire they're snacking we're starting to snack a lot more our sleep is poor our stress is high digestion is off our mood, our mindset is completely thrown to you know, all these negative you know, biofeedback markers are starting to be lost for us. The only reason that that's happening is because you've gone too aggressive at the gate too quickly. So a nice target for you to hit would be the, the goal weight is usually 0.5 to 1% of body weight loss per week. I'm a massive advocate of keeping that towards 1%. So for the 80 kilo individual, that would be 0.4 to 0.8 kilos a week, 1% of total body weight. Okay, um, And then obviously the a lighter individual, let's say for instance, was at 60 kilos, looking to lose body fat or body weight, would be at 0.3 to 0.6 kilos. And a heavier individual, let's say at 100 kilos, would be at one kilo a week to or zero or 0.5 kilos to one kilo on a week to week basis. Okay, so it's individualized to the weight that you're at the moment. I'd advise to keep that up towards the one percent body weight loss per week. And as your uh, weight loss journey or as your weeks go by. You can slowly drop that towards the 0.5. But honestly, I'm a massive believer in just getting dieting phases done, being a little bit more aggressive out the gate, a little bit more aggressive towards that 1%, but nothing over that where we're losing one and a half, two and a half kilos every single week. So, sustainability is going to be the most important thing in this approach going forward. Okay. So, nice and slow, slow and steady wins the race here, or else you'll feel that you'll nose dive for the first four or five weeks. Won't be able to sustain it, bounce back towards your previous weight, and then 10 weeks go by, 12 weeks go by, and nothing has happened. Okay. Trust me on that one. Next one is going to be enjoyment. Make it enjoyable. Okay. Yesterday or the day before, I, I put up my story to say that the no one gets extra brownie points for making their meals disgusting. Do you know, eating tins of tuna and lettuce for every single meal you don't get any, any brownie points for that. You know, there's no, you don't get an extra, you know, an extra 10% in your physique from making it harder. There's nothing wrong with tin tuna and, and lettuce. I've actually eaten that for many a meal over my body composition journey. What I'm trying to get at here is eat foods that you enjoy eating. Okay. You don't have to eat disgusting meals, meals that you don't enjoy whatsoever. It's actually really, really important that you keep sustainability there and actual enjoyment of food. And this not doesn't even just go for foods like training splits, cardio sessions, if you hate going for runs, do you need to go for runs? No. Do you? If you hate the stepmaster machine or, or a bike, do you have to do them? No, not at all. Try find a cardio session that you somewhat, I wouldn't say that I ever really enjoy cardio. Um, it's not my favorite thing to do comparatively to training. But I like to go on the bike because I can put my phone in front of me, watch Netflix or watch some YouTube or do some work or something like this. If I'm going for a run, I can't do that. So try find something that you actually enjoy. Your training splits if you're selecting a six day a week training split where you're working two jobs, you know, you have a you know a lot of um things going on in your life, you know, lots of travel across the week, you're working crazy hours. Is a six-day week training split applicable for you? Probably not. Maybe a less you know, less training frequency and training volume across the week will allow you to actually enjoy your training a little bit more and not having you completely fatigued by the end of the week. Again, enjoyment and sustainability here. And the same thing as with your meal. Select foods that you love, select foods that you enjoy. Are you going to be able to eat, you know, pizzas and burgers and peanut butter for every single meal of the day? Probably not. But selecting foods that are going to be somewhat on plan is definitely the advice that I, I give. The last one, and I've been thinking about this this last one for a little while. And today in check-in, Sarah wrote something incredibly valuable, in my opinion, Okay. So in week one, she wrote, um, I can suffer with imposter syndrome, thoughts that I just can't get to where I want to be. And that for me is completely, it's literally the definition of outcome focus goals. It means that we're trying to look at where we're at now to where we want to try and get to. We're skipping all the stuff in the middle. We're just worried about, as she said, I just can't get to where I want to. That's outcome focus goals. And by week five, and she's lost multiple kilos at this stage, I promised myself I would take it each day as it comes and ticked off every box that day, and that's what I did. I was focused and disciplined and definitely feel good this week. That is the definition of process-focused goals. She's just looked at not not even a whole week, a day, 24 hours. What are the four boxes Josh has told me to hit each day? My training, my nutrition, my expenditure, and my recovery. As long as I hit that, I wake up next morning with a new low, which she did. Cool. Let's do that again and again and again. And what I'm trying to get at here is that process-focused goals. I know it's a big thing and a bit of a cliche and everyone says it, but it is so important. Because if you're constantly thinking about where you want to try and get to, how long is it going to take to get there? What is it going to take to get there? I'll nearly guarantee you will never, ever, ever get there because it's overwhelming it's not overwhelming to think of four simple boxes to hit each day, training, nutrition, expenditure, recovery. And if you can just stay more process focused, I will guarantee you with 100% certainty, I'll put my life on it, that you will achieve a better transformation in X amount of time than if you just constantly think about the outcome. So tip number five is definitely to stay more process focused rather than outcome focused. So guys, that is going to be the five big tips. I want you to action these immediately, put them into practice, and let me know how you get on. Any questions you have off the back of this, please let me know. Keep sharing the podcast, guys. I really, really do appreciate when someone puts it up and tags me in them. It allows me to help more people, which is exactly what my my mission here is. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing so. Catch you in the next one, guys. Other than that, have a great day, and we'll chat then.